Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoy this episode, I want to invite you to share it with your friends, share it on social media, and also make sure to subscribe to my channel so you'll be notified when I release more episodes in the coming weeks and months. It's really good to have you here and enjoy. Hey there, how are you today? I'm sending you many, many greetings from the heart of Texas, right here in Austin. I hope you're having a wonderful day and I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. I want to thank you for yeah, showing interest in my life and listening to my testimonies, my stories with God. And I would love to hear how it impacts you. I would love to hear also if you have any thoughts or any questions for future episodes, because I really do this having you in mind. I want to encourage you. I want to be a blessing to you by sharing my own walk with Jesus. And so I appreciate you joining. I appreciate you um, subscribing to my podcast. It will just make sure that you will not miss any future episodes. You can just click on the subscribe button and you will be notified when I release more episodes. Also, if you want to leave me a review, it would help in getting the message out to more people or share with your friends or share on social media if you think it might encourage others as well. Yes, today I would like to share with you something that just happened to me a few weeks ago, actually just three weeks ago, right at the beginning of this year, we had our team retreat in Smithville, Texas, which is like half an hour away from our base where we live and it's a cute little Texas town, which I really, I really love those places. Of course, big cities are great too, you can do a lot of things in, in Austin but I, I love the small town feeling. I love the authenticity somehow of the culture, just the lifestyle of the people that you can feel even in a different way in a, in a small town. And it's just, yeah, this cute little town where everybody knows everybody, at least it feels like that and beautiful houses, some unique stores and nice bakery. And so we went there for our team retreat just to have a a little time together to be before God, to pray, to hear from each other, to look at this year. And we arrived there on a Thursday evening. And right when we arrived, we unpacked our stuff. Angelina and I, we were the first ones. And so right when we had everything unpacked and kind of settled in <laughs> into the Airbnb, I said to her, hey, is it okay for you if I go for a walk because just need a little time to process and um, yeah, just to be with God before we start our time together. And the reason for that was that just before I left our base to drive to Smithville, I had gotten an email from my immigration attorney. Some of you might know that currently I'm in the process of applying for a green card so this is, um, by the way, something you can definitely be praying for, a smooth process and a quick approval, God's timing and all of that favor with the person who works on my petition and wisdom for my attorney. And so he had reached out to me that afternoon and to my surprise, he said, Marisha, I strongly discourage you. I strongly recommend you not to travel anywhere this year, not to leave the U.S., and most likely also not for the first six months of 2022. So basically that I have to stay here and I'm not, and I'm not able to go anywhere. And 
it was something that I didn't expect at all and it was really not easy for me in that moment to hear it because especially last year and 2019 I was only in Germany for a few days each year um, while I was traveling to another country and so I didn't really get to spend much time with friends and family and last year also two of my best friends got married I wasn't able to be there I was actually supposed to be a bridesmaid this year two more of my friends are going to get married that are really close to me that I'm really close to so it's just it's just really sad it's just really hard and even though I know that I'm at the right place and I'm totally at peace about being here it's just um of course sad and um not so easy such things so when I read that email, honestly, the feeling that best describes how I felt in that moment or the, the thing that best describes how I felt was kind of like someone's, someone's, someone punching me in the stomach. That's what it felt like. And so, yeah, took me off guard and um, was just really not easy to process. So I just need a little time to go out and talk with God and give it to him before I could really enter our time together. And so I was walking around outside. It was already getting dark and had a good time just pouring my heart out before God and walking around there. And then on my way back, I was maybe like five minutes away from my house or so. I saw someone approaching me. I saw someone um, a few meters away from me. And like I said, it was already dark. So I could only see kind of the stature, the, the size of the person. But you know how you have that familiar feeling when someone is close to you, someone stands close by, even if it's super dark, that you know, you kind of feel that you that it's someone that you know, that, you've, that, you're, that you're close to. And so I had that feeling in that moment. And I thought, huh, I think, I think that's Rocky. Rocky is also a guy that's on our team, a guy in his 60s, a really um, great man of God that I very much appreciate. And so I said, Rocky, is it you? <laughs> and then, like I said, a few meters away, he said, um, yeah, it's me. And so he came to me and all he did was just stand right in front of me and give me a really long hug. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so nice of you. Why did you come? Like, were you looking for me? And he was like, yes, I just just left to uh, to go and look for you just to see where you are and I was like, well, now oh, you found me. It's so nice of you, but I'm okay. And he's like, yeah, I know that you're okay, but it's it's just it's just not easy. And so I just wanted to give you a hug and, and be with you. Didn't want you to be alone. And I so appreciated it. It was so nice. And I really, I really was fine. I wasn't devastated or so, but he cared. And he just came to let me know that I'm not alone and not to tell me, oh, it's going to be fine and it's not that bad, but just, you know, hey, it's hard. It's not that easy, but I'm with you. And um, that was so precious. And um, just this week, I had to think of that situation again. And God really showed me that this is how he feels and how he positions himself towards me. This is exactly the heart of God. This is exactly the heart of the Father. And we read in the Bible about this story with the son who left his father's house and who went out to use his money and to have a good life and to do everything that he maybe always wanted to do and or thought he would want to do. And then, of course, after having spent all the money and uh, ending up with the pigs and really being 
totally at his end, he decided to return to his father's house. But he thought, oh man, I mean, the father is probably not gonna, gonna to accept, going to accept me or probably yeah, not wanting me to be his son anymore. So, But maybe I can be a servant. Maybe I can work for him. And then you probably know the story. When he approached his father's house on the way back home with really dirty clothes and probably very stinky because he had been with the pigs and just totally at his end, the father was already waiting for him and running towards him and clothing him with the finest and best clothes. And yeah completely at once taking him accepting him as a son again and yeah putting together a really big feast for him and I was just thinking about that story also in the context of what I experienced in that moment with Rocky which was you know a nice a nice gesture of him but it really represented the father's heart and that's what I wanted to share with you today that this is the heart of God towards you and you might be going through a hard time right now. You might be in a situation that is so much harder than mine because honestly, mine compared with so many other circumstances is really not a big deal at all. And I'm aware of that. But no matter how hard your situation is, no matter what you're going through, no matter how impossible it may seem, no, ma no matter how um, how hard it may also seem for others to understand you or yeah, whatever it is, I just want to tell you that God is right there with you. He's right there with you. And even if you don't see him, you know, in that situation that I was just telling you about, Rocky was further away and it was dark and I, I wasn't sure if it was him. I couldn't see him clearly. But God is right there with you. Even if you feel like it's all dark around, you can't see anything. You feel totally alone. God is with you. He's just one step away. <laughs> He's one prayer away. He's one decision away. One decision to open your heart, to let him in. And he's not someone who comes and, you know, uh, tells you all these things that you have to do and puts all these expectations or this pressure on you. Not at all. He has all the solutions. He has all the answers. He has all the wisdom, which is amazing. And he's a very, very practical helper especially the Holy Spirit who reveals the heart of the Father and who reveals who Jesus is. He is the comforter and he also, a lot of times in my life I experience it, gives me such practical, such helpful advice. But first of all, what we need in such situations where we're just sad or where we're just really dumbfounded or really, yeah, at a loss for words for whatever reason, we need someone who's just there. We need someone who... <laughs> who is present, who gives us a hug or who just walks alongside us, maybe even not saying anything. And I want to tell you that even if you feel that there's maybe no person around you who is doing that for you in this moment, God wants to be that person for you. The Father wants to be that person for you. And I'm not saying this in a very theoretical, abstract way, you know, somehow you just got to believe it, but God is very far away, so you just have to imagine it. And um, it can be really difficult because, of course, we don't see God in the flesh. And so we might think, how should this really work? But let me tell you, he is so close. He is so close. He's actually closer than any man ever could be and he can reach your heart he can touch your heart he can reach into those places in your heart those places of pain of loss of grief of hardship and meet you there 
much, much, much deeper and much more real than any person ever could. This is really, really real. This is really reality. This is not just some theoretical abstract idea, some religious concept, but it is a reality. I've experienced that. I've experienced that time and again in my life. And sometimes we're so um so fast to look to people i'm sometimes so fast to be like oh i just need to talk to someone or i just need someone to be with me right now when actually god is right there he's always right there with me and of course he also puts people into our lives and of course um we need people as well but i just want to tell you that whatever you're going through right now god is with you and he's more than enough and the heart of the father is to comfort you The heart of the Father is to meet you in your pain. The heart of the Father is to just embrace you, to just hug you like Rocky did for me in that moment. And that's what I needed. You know, I didn't need someone who gives me good advice or or whatever. I just needed exactly that. And God knows what you need. Maybe it is something else, but he knows you more and deeper, much more personal than any person does because he has created you, has created you in his image And he knows the depths of your heart. He knows you so much better than even you know yourself. And so I want to I want to call you into fellowship with him, especially if you're in a hard, tough situation right now, whether you're dealing with a sickness or dealing with loss, de dealing with um, maybe some problems in relationships or whatever else. Open your heart to the Father. Open your heart to the Father. It's really easy. It's really easy. He's right there and he wants to shower you with his love. He wants to he wants to sit with you. He wants to cry with you. He wants to be with you. And in that place, real transformation happens. In that place, real healing happens. Because anytime we are in his presence, anytime we are with God, miracles take place and transformation takes place. <laughs> So this really is the place where you want to be. And um, God is such a good father. He's such a good dad. He only has good things for us. And he has plans of hope and of future for us, for you, like Jeremiah says. And he's deeply, deeply interested in your in your struggles. He's deeply interested in, in things that you're going through that are not easy. The Bible says that Jesus collects... Um, God collects every single tear that we cry in in a bucket. And this always fascinated me. I can think back even when I was a child and I, I read that I was so amazed. I said, God, is that really true? And this is what I keep thinking about when I'm sad or when I cry about something. I'm like, yes, Jesus, you're with me. And God, you care so much about every single tear that you actually collect them in a bottle because it's so precious to you. And which person would ever do that? I mean, that is so, so amazing. And Jesus is the one who understands pain and loss and betrayal the most. No one else understands it, understands it like he does. If we look at his life and what he went through and how much he had to go through, it is, it is absolutely unfathomable. So he's acquainted with grief. He's acquainted with sorrow. Like Isaiah says, he's the man of sorrow and he wants to take those things from you. He wants to be with you and embrace you right there where you are. But then he also wants you to give those things to him 
so that you can live free of those things, that you can be joyful and happy and whole. Sometimes it may take a while to get to that point and that's fine. But I just want to tell you that there is this option to not just carry those things on. There is this option to put whatever it is that is grieving you, whatever it is that is hard for you, whatever it is that is burdening you to really literally, again, not a theoretical abstract concept, but a reality to put those things on the lamp that was slain, to put those things on the lamp of God and to see him run away with it, to see him take it out, take it out of this world, take it out of this world. The Bible says that God takes our sin and, um, how do you say that in English? Um, drenches it deep, deep in the ocean. He takes our burdens and he literally takes care of them and takes them away. And when we give it to him, it's not that, okay, we have to take it back at some point and we still have to think about it or worry about it. No, we can really leave it with him. We can really give it to him and not think, not worry about it anymore. What an amazing reality. What an amazing invitation. There's no other possibility like this on the entire earth. No person can do this for us. And I'm so, so thankful that this is possible for us. We can live a life in freedom. We can live a life in joy. It doesn't mean that everything is always easy or that everything immediately changes, but we can at any time leave our worries, our fears, our hardships, our pain at the cross. We can put it on Jesus. That's what he died for. That's what he came for. Yes, so that was on my heart to share with you today and I, I bless you, especially if you're going through a tough time right now to experience, to see how Jesus is standing right in front of you, how God the Father wants to be with you, how he wants to demonstrate his heart to you, his Father's heart. In this situation, he doesn't expect you to change so that he can meet you. He doesn't expect you to, you know, um, get your stuff together and... Um, say your best prayer or whatever so that he will come. No, he actually loves to meet us in our weakness. He loves to meet us in our mess. He's not afraid of that. He's not surprised by that. And so just bless you to come before him as you are and to experience his embrace, to experience his presence, especially when you feel alone, to experience in a tangible, real way how God is on your left how he's on your right, how he's in front of you, how he's behind you, how he protects you, how he puts around you a wall of fire, how he guards, how he commands his angels to guard you, how he cares for your heart, how he listens to you, how he responds to you, how he heals you and how he leads you into freedom. And yeah, I hope this encourages you. <laughs> I hope this blesses you really blessed me when God reminded me of this situation this week and yeah just showed me again that this is how he is this is his father's heart towards me and what a relief <laughs> what a hope to know no matter what we're going through whether it's something small or something big that we're never alone 
We can count on him. We can count on his nature. He never changes. People disappoint us. People change. People say this today and tomorrow something else. God never will. He never will. There's no change. There's no shadow in him. There's no turning in him. He's not a man that he should lie. And his faithfulness reaches through all generations. And every single word that he says is true. And he said, I will be with you always. So I want to end with that and just speak that over you. Pray that over you. I will be with you always. These are the words of Jesus. May you encounter this and realize this and grab a hold of this in a brand new way. I really hope you enjoyed this episode today and I would love to hear from you. Make sure to subscribe to my channel and to share the word. Have a wonderful day and be blessed.